It's episode three of Beyond This Earth, season three. Colin Powell passes away of COVID, even though he was double vaxxed. Updates on the scandal rocking London County. The military is not sure what to do with these treatments. Biden is in massive trouble as NBC opened up a can of worms. Our main topic, the reality of Korean entertainment. And in our final segment, brand new rocket ships. And is the galactic sender sending out radio signals? All that and more on this episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to episode three, season three of Beyond This Earth. This is Novid Hollaback. That's Hollaback! I know we're back. I know we're doing another long show. We thought we were going to do another short show, but I got a little bit of time to get through everything that we have to get through. So let's get to it. First off, even though we usually say this, At the end of the broadcast, we're saying it earlier. Colin Powell passed away last week in the last couple of days from this recording. He was 84 years old. He was double vaxxed. The media had stated that he has multiple myeloma. He was going to get the dirt shot within a couple of weeks, but he passed away before he even got the dirt shot. This sent shockwaves throughout the country and there was questioning started because of these vaccination, these treatments, mind you, and Is the vaccine working or not? Is the treatment working or not? Who says that it's not working? But a lot of people are saying it's not working. They wouldn't be going through hoops to try and get courts to stop the treatment mandates throughout the country. We have police departments, especially in Chicago, saying that they will not do anything concerning the vaccines. We have all these other people that are saying that the anti-vax movement is helping fuel all of this. We have studies coming out that these particular treatments are not working because of the way these things are done. In two weeks, We're going to focus on these particular technologies, especially MRNA. And I am going to focus on certain things about that MRNA technology, CRISPR technology, gain of function technology that is going to put this on a bow and why everybody is scared absolutely shitless about this particular vaccine. However, it turns out that the NIH admits 
The funding of gain-of-function research in Wuhan says ECHO have violated reporting requirements. This is from the National Review. In a letter to Representative James Conner, Republican of Kentucky, Lawrence Tabeck of the National Institutes of Health cites a limited experiment that was conducted to test if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human receptor ACE2 in a mouse model. The laboratory mice, human-based laboratory mice with human telomeres, infected with the modified bat virus became sicker than those infected with the unmodified bat virus. The relevation vindicates Republican Senator Rand Paul, who got into heated exchanges with the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Disease Director Anthony Fauci during his May and July testimonials before Congress over the gain-of-function question. At the second hearing, Paul accused Fauci of misleading Congress by denying that the U.S. funded gain-of-function projects in the Wuhan virus Virology Institute. In keeping with Fauci's refusal of the use of gain of function, Tabak avoids the term, though the work he describes matches its commonplace definition precisely. A previously unpublished Eco Health grant proposal filed with NIAID, obtained by The Intercept, had already exposed that over $600,000 of the total grant to the Wuhan Institute of Virology was for research designed to make viruses more dangerous or infectious. Fauci lied to Congress, folks. He lied to Congress. He lied to Rand Paul right in front of his face. Boy, really didn't say it. And other people are saying in this article, I really didn't say it was gay to fudge research. But you lied to Congress, my brother. You lied to Congress. Come on, bro. You went straight faced and said, well, you know, I, 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 I'm going to do the little chuck and jive and everything dancing, you know, coming with, with, with the guns go blazing. But your guns can't even fire, Mr. Fauci. Let me remind you on the second season, and I made the point, everybody that was supporting this dude, putting him on interviews, I know who all of you motherfuckers are. When this shit comes out that he lies to Congress, and this is a lie, he lied to a sitting congressman under oath. I'm going to do a special and I'm going to call you out on everything you have done wrong outside of all of this that led into you talking to this man trying to convince people about these particular two, three facts, these treatments and how all of these treatments are destroying the careers of people in their prime. I'm gonna call you all out on it. Every single one of you. 
that day might be coming much sooner than y'all think. I'm hot today because y'all played yourselves to the nth degree. It is amazing to see this. Oh my goodness, that's not all, folks. That's not all. If I can find it from Benjamin Braddock of American Greatness, the Defense Department pulls a bait and switch on fat scenes. On August 24th, Lord Austin, the Secretary of Defense, issued a memo to senior Pentagon leadership announcing that he was implementing a mandatory COVID vaccination policy for all military service members. The day before, the FDA issued full authorization for Pfizer for their commentary COVID-19 vaccine. This is the quote-unquote name of the vaccine. It's not called the Pfizer shot. Unofficially, it's called comatory, but you know it as the visor shot. That's what when they say they got double visored, they got double community, which is meant to be a mashup of the words COVID, MRA, and community. Y'all can't even do advertising right. Y'all can't even do names right. What is wrong with you people? Holding has been a failure, but let me continue. At first glance, it would seem that the mandatory vaccination, pol vaccination policy treatment, which is scientifically unsound and strategically foolish, was at least a policy being implemented according to the letter of the directive in accordance with the law. In the memo, Austin issued a directive and a promise that mandatory vaccination against COVID-19 will only use COVID-19 vaccines that receive full licensure from the Food and Drug Administration in accordance with the ruling and guidance. The problem with this is that the comatory vaccine that was approved by the FDA is not available anywhere in the military health system. It's not even in production according to the military's TRICARE providers. If a soldier goes to a military hospital or a private provider to receive a COVID transient from Pfizer, he will be administered the unapproved BioNTech vaccine, which is a vaccine not approved but has been administered under the emergency use authorization. That's the EULA. We are told that this is just a brand name difference. The formulation is the same and they can be used interchangeably. But the FDA was approved the commodity product, which were they were renewing the authorization for the biotech Pfizer product. It's a matter of brand name. Why issue an approval for one brand name and a UAA renewal for the other? Because they're not the exact same vaccine. He continues, according to the formulation comparison sheet, this particular commentary vaccine has a very different formulation than the particular BioNTech product. On a 30 milliliter dose, gram dose for instance, it contains more of this particular spike glycoprotein mRNA. That's the real name. It's the spike glycoprotein mRNA, fake mRNA, 34% more of the glycol 
Polyphenthine Geisel. That's the lipid later. 1,070% more potassium chloride as well as an ingredient known as redacted ingredient. The last item is alarming. Informed consent is required by both federal and international law under the Nuremberg Code. It is impossible to give informed consent to receive a medical treatment that is shrouded in secrecy behind a redacted label. What the fuck is this, folks? No! Just take, 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 boys! What the fuck is this? Ah! Our soldiers need to be prepped, ready for war at all times. And you're gonna give them a vaccine with a rejected ingredient? What the fuck is in the rejected ingredient? You kidding me here, folks? You're playing games with me. I have friends in the military. What the fuck are y'all doing? Redacted ingredient? And it's 10 times worse than the biotech version that everybody else gets, but you're not sure which one you're using. So the treatment that everybody's fighting against, you're gonna give them a stronger version of the treatment with stronger versions of the spike glycoprotein fake MRIA. MRA is, is modified RNA, it's fake. The lipid and other particular parts and then a redacted ingredient on top of this that may not be in the other va vaccine. Y'all kidding me with this. I told you I'm hot today. I told you. And to complete this whole thing in a circle for now, because we got to talk about London Colony, which is somewhat related to this, unvaccinated people will likely catch COVID every 16 months on average study finds. So every 16 months, this thing will come back with a new variant. If we know things about viruses, new variants come and blah, blah, blah. They do what they do. They do what they do. Here's the problem. There's some particulars out there. Internet rumors or not really internet rumors, but documents out there. They are saying that this particular virus has multiple strains from the studies that they did in Wuhan, that there are multiple strains of what we now consider SARS-CoV-2. If these treatments need boosters, well, they're saying that there are more boosters planned. They're saying that there's possibly eight boosters planned. 
according to some studies that are coming out of some um, documents that came out of Canada and their National Institutes of Health or the Royal Institutes of Health over there in Canada. And they're saying it's going to be multiple injections, up to eight injections. It could even get worse than that. If they're saying that the third booster shot is worse than the two shots already for the other viruses, and they're doing a booster every time there's a new variant out there, and these things don't last long, six months or less in some cases, then we're gonna see disasters we cannot possibly imagine. Two weeks, we're gonna find out more about this, but I wanna get to what we talked about last week concerning with the Loudoun County incident with a perpetrator that sexually assaulted a young classmate in the woman's bathroom, in the girl's bathroom, while that perpetrator was in a dress and mentioned it mentioned that the person was trans the perpetrator was transitioning. Now the email has been found. The superintendent of Loudoun County Public Schools sent a brief confidential email to school board members on May 28th, the same day a female student in Stonebridge High School said that she was assaulted in a bathroom. In an email provided to the local television station in Virginia, the school system, Superintendent Sot Zegler, alerted the board of London County Sheriff's Office was investigating the incident, but provided few details. This is what the email states. The purpose of this email is to provide you with information of an incident that occurred in Stonebridge HS. This afternoon, a female student alleged that A, the perpetrator, sexually assaulted her in the restroom the lcsq is investigating the matter secondary to the assault investigation the student's parent the female student's parent responded to the school and caused a disruption using threatening and profane language that were overheard by staff and students additional law enforcement units responded to the school to assist the parent with the parent assist with the parent excuse me Last week, Sigler apologized to the school system. We're going back to the article. To recent sexual assaults by students and outlined the steps he will improve the system going forward. The May 28th assault was not made public until the victim's father told the Daily Wire that the same 15-year-old was charged in the daughter's attack, was later charged with a groping of a different girl at Broad Run High School on October 6th. We're not... Uh, London County's Commonwealth Attorney Buta Pirajai told the station that the same 15-year-old has been charged with both crimes. 
the boy was on pretrial electric monitoring for the assault when he was charged with sexual battery and abduction in the October incident. This 15-year-old from Ashburn who is not being identified because of the person's age is being held in the juvenile detention center. Since then, the victim family attempts to file a civil lawsuit against the school system. In Wednesday, in a campfire rally in Fairfax, Republican Governor Contact Jan Youngkin called for the Virginia Attorney General to investigate the Long Beach County school system. They failed in their duty of care. They endangered the students. Youngkin accused the county of a cover-up, noting that the school system was being investigated by the Virginia Department of Education for omitting in a public database reports of sexual assaults in schools. In previous remarks, Ziegler responded to the investigation implying a lack of oversight that existed prior to his tenure. The school board was not provided specific details of the names involved and were advised by Ziegler that they will not receive updates regarding this matter as it was being investigated by the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office. In last week's statement, Ziegler said that they thought the school system complied with obligations regarding the sexual assault of students under Federal 9, Title 9, they called that process insufficient and suggested several reforms. So, there was an email sent, and it was sent to the rest of the school board notifying what happened, that there were no emails being sent about this particular perpetrator. They can hide behind whatever, what many people call protected class all you want. When you commit crimes like these, you must face the time. It always is that way. And it should be that way. Hiding behind these types of crimes. I mean, these types of, these types of class, these types of, Groups, it's not going to absolve you from what is going on, what that person has done. A similar situation happened in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia concerning an actual rape of a young woman in a train stop municipal train stop and instead of the multiple men that could have stopped that incident literally stopped the incident there was we don't know how many men were there two three four who knows that could have stopped him and separated him from what he was doing Call the cops and what have you. This has happened before in that particular area. Steps are being taken to increase security on these stations. But for people to just stand there and just take pictures, 
on their cell phone. Absolutely sickening. It's absolutely sickening. Because when you hear that and nobody stepped up. Nobody stepped up. One has to wonder, where is the accountability? Call Denninger, who recently split aspects of the website to one dealing with financial issues, another dealing with this particular coronavirus, said some things about accountability. And he's stated in part because it's kind of long and I don't want to take too much of the show's time. But some important things to mention. There is a fact unlimited accountability can be brought to bear on each and every individual responsible for said mandates and policies concerning the treatment, whether they be politicians, corporate officers, directors, HR personnel, teachers, superintendents, school board members, or even just your direct boss. This accountability and responsibility as it required rest on you. It's just a simply basic mathematics and your fear, which they deliberately cultivate. You may be enraged if your daughter is sexually assaulted in a restroom by a perpetrator who has decided that the perpetrator is transitioning only long enough to get in there and then suddenly he's no longer transitioning. Because he used his, because the perpetrator used whatever the perpetrator was born with to commit the sexual assault. Obviously said person was fully aware of what he was, what that person was born with and the school and the government caught on what was currently issues with his mental state and his and their perpetrator's depravity, which is the direct reason that particular daughter was sexually assaulted. Let's not forget that the federal government has threatened to prosecute parents who are enraged that a girl was sexually assaulted. As a direct consequence of the local, state, and federal government's decision to pander to said selective claim of being transitioning, which has evaporated the instant, the instant, the instrument of sexual assault came out of one's pants or the perpetrator's pants. This was not an accident, ladies and gentlemen. It was intentional to take a bow as the outcome one has permitted as you would have handling a full can of gasoline and a liar to an arsonist. Of course, you cannot do this in polite company, point this out, but truth has nothing to do with politics, consensus, consensus or democracy. It is true, irrespective of how many people believe it, just as a falsehood is a falsehood, no matter how many people believe in the falsehood. Indeed, something that can be false can also be believed by 100% of the people, and it does not become 
false, not false, as a consequence of the number of believers. Doesn't become false, not false, just because everybody believes in it. He continues about Max being worthless, that the current jams in the question are not in question in his truth, the government changed the definition of a vaccine, but you cannot change something that is false into something that is true by making a claim that it is so. A vaccination or vaccine is a preparation that causes or mimics actual infection, but is attenuated or killed so it will not harm you. These particular treatments or genetic programming to alter the core process of your cells. Your propensity to commit suicide, whether through booze, drugs, or alleged food, does not and must never compel me, compel the author, or many others, to end in a form or fashion. There will be pity. And there will be a Blythe allowness for whatever good you may think getting it that is a personal choice, but the risk thereof is also one's personal choice. I know people, he knows people that drinks in the mouth, I believe is excessive and fed two people in my social circle over the years are dead for having done so. But it's not my place to ban production of beer because they might see me drink one and one sits. It's their decision. And if you hold freedom to have any value, then concerning it does are free to do to wish in that regard. The vast majority of those dead of this particular world event crisis and infection of same made themselves wildly more likely to die by a factor of 10,100 or even a thousand or more. That some people had a run of bad luck and became more vulnerable to change is nothing. I am not responsible for that either, as I did not cause that bad luck. You're facing monstrous heating bills this winter because you consented and many of you repeated to a lie. You allow for cold fire pipes to be shut down with a perfectly capable of providing all the power you need. He also continues. You're likely 50 supply shortages and sky high inflation because of lies. There's a fact that inflation always and everywhere is a monetary phenomenon. And he continues about Trump. So what about accountability? What prevents you from demanding same and reinforcing accountability right here, right now? Only one thing, your repeated refusal to accept truth and refuse lies. And one of those lies that everybody accepts has to deal with the exotic vacation and the overemphasis on how certain governments in the East, Singapore, and other particular places of that nature, Korea in particular, 
as we are going to make our focus on today and other places in the East have affected the way America runs a society. I'm going to give you a few examples before we get to the next segment. One example, China's oversupport. How are leftist governments and leftist leaning countries, the leftist leading countries have oversupported China over more productive areas of Asia. How we stole, especially in the Obama administration, America, American liberals and, and certain conservatives stole and tried to reconfigure Singapore's educational system. Then how our country used Japanese and Korean more in tune with Korea now social policy why did they combine all of this they combined all of this because in certain aspects it is feasible to pull off. They did it with Singapore. They stole every Obama in the real terms, stole everything from education and healthcare from Singapore. He saw how Singapore was clean. He saw how Singapore set things up. They saw Lee Kuan Yew. And I believe Obama wanted to be Lee Kuan Yew in, in a certain way and become the leader that Lee Kuan Yew was leading on. And he talked in that nature, spoke in that because he lived in, he lived in um, Southeast Asia for a time. He spoke in that nature of the Asian father he, because the majority of the years that he did, he spoke like um, his adopted father, who the adopted father that um, Stanley Burham, his, Obama's mother married when he was in Sumatra. He spoke like him, talked like him, had the mannerisms of an Asian father. You understand? And he knows about Lee Kuan Yew. I don't think Obama's that stupid, but he tried to reconfigure all the bad parts of Lee Kuan Yew and try to bring in some of the quote unquote good parts, the educational system and a healthcare plan and try to bring it into American setup. But he had to change aspects of the Democratic Party and the Democrat Party had to change aspects of itself into a match what Singapore has in many different ways. But if you knew the history of Lee Kuan Yew and you knew how this thing was going to play out, 
They favor one entity above all else. And you know what the Democrats have done? They have failed that particular entry and entity time and time again. So the only other place in that big tent that they had to support or they started to move towards when they tried that Singapore eyes, the Democrat party into that one party state with humongous communistic tendencies. was promoting of the LGBT movement, whether people like it or they don't, was the promotion of the BLM against African-American men and used, uh, and used BLM as a crutch for CRT, which isn't teaching the children anything of merit and BLM and all the rest are connected to Marxism, connected to, maybe very possibly connected to China. So the overfavorism of China, Singapore, and Korean sensibilities with social, up with social things and all the rest of it, in a way that Korea sees itself, it's directly connected to the way how they changed it. Do you know why they do it? Folks, because of exotic, it's exotic. It's an exotic form of politics. It's the cool form of politics. It's the politics to keep the midwits, the Reddit brains, the NPCs, all the rest of them. Middle management of America, not middle class, middle management of America. Genteel. But what they're finding out, it's no longer genteel. I will explain with the reality of Korean entertainment, which was an article, and now I will explain parts of the article. Coming up next on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. This is Nova Hallback. I'm sorry I went a little long on that one, but it was important to get through and start to get to the second segment, which I'm going to pretty much focus on what we need to talk about the reality of Korean entertainment and certain examples that I made here and other examples I'm going to state here and some examples from a, a Twitter post concerning all these issues as well. I do have articles from the companion to this blog, which is called Beyond This Earth. It's on Substack. And I wrote this because it's connected to what we're going to discuss. 
here. I'm going to read a little bit from the article, from this essay, and then I will explain certain aspects of this. Don't see Squid Game as a movie because movies like this don't work. Not as a meme, not in its story. See it the way it has been promoted. Once you see it, you can never unsee it. The misuse of words has forced people to censor reality. By censoring reality, people can escape responsibilities and consequences. The fact is this, Squid Game is another way of promoting success in the sexual marketplace when it comes to relationships between the leadership of Hollywood and the American music industry and the American music industry and the Korean hollow movement as it were. I didn't mince my words. The only reason Squid Game is successful is that prostitution, while illegal in Korea and only strictly enforced and even worse in Japan and now had aspects of its law changed as the dancing law, part of the law, has become between the entertainment power structures in both Korea and the States. There was a post several years ago on the internet that told the story about the foreigners in Japan who do look for sets are funneled into one place, Kamamachoro, where most of the Japanese have other place to say it's prostitution without saying that it's prostitution. Korea, even though it has a similar stringent law, doesn't do the same. In fact, with the recent K-pop scandals, and if I remember correctly years ago, that ICE stated that two women were stopped because ICE thought they were prostitutes were doing that kind of business outside of the naval base. When the rise of Me Too and Time's Up took place, the power structures in media continued to go to Seoul. That city and the outlying areas have become a haven for deeply horny men and over, older, over-the-hill women that get their jollies off. In turn, the music and movie industries and their productions get top billing on Netflix and at other streaming services and shut others from other countries, especially from Japan and other places, out. And how? Pray tell the North American media empire shut others out by doing the same types of things they have done within the African-American community and certain white nationalities in the past, of course. It is the light-skinned black concept. The Koreans can speak normally and have Judeo-Christian ethics, ethos, or esque ethos compared to the Japanese. The Koreans are seen similarly in the light, similarly as the light-skinned African Americans are in many ways. It hasn't changed as an acceptable Asian minority to leftist culture and leftist power structures compared to the Japanese, seen as rivals like dark-skinned African-Americans are to the same culture that runs the institutions in America. Can prostitution do such things? Yes, it has, and continues to do so. 
there are certain documentaries that state that the same thing happened in Japan during the occupation, which gave them favorable status in some ways to the eyes of the Americans. A similar thing is taking place now in Korea. Sets may not rule the world fully, but at many times the male libido and women's unwarranted attention in the sphere of prostitution can help grease the gears. When that aspect is funneled into certain places, when such law changes and the society changes in tow, that concept and its favorite nation status goes somewhere else. And everything that comes from those changes affect how people promote cross-culturally to other cultures. Understand how dark that is, folks. Understand! Nothing gets done in a gyrocentric society. Nothing gets done unless you got the money, the looks and the money and the resources to get both and the resources to convince others to live a certain lifestyle to get both. That's why a lot of African-American girls are going to Korea to live that K-pop lifestyle and get that, you know what, inside of them. Because they are convinced that's the new lifestyle. Everything has failed in the African-American community. The fathers aren't there, they're going to jail, they're getting killed. They put this, they put Floyd on top, it's 846, we're gonna do the woke, we're gonna spread the woke, so they can be more favored and have more attention from these Korean guys who are not getting attention from their females because they believe in the same feminism that the black girls are listening to. You see the nonsense, boys. Folks, it's insidious. It starts with the strong man who's actually, what is what women see as they gravitate to who men are, not what they actually be, who, what man, what a man is, not who he actually is. Basic and plain and simple. What you are, not who you are. And so if a man from America who's sick and tired of the Me Too movement, still believes in the liberalism and all the rest of it, still got connections in the music industry, still got all these other things there. He's tired of how these women look. They're dressing in so many different ways. Like, they're dressing in, in frocks. They're putting pat, ugly pastels. They're dressing like nurses. The whole nine yards. They're dressing like they're not attractive. They go in there and they see these Korean women out there. They don't know about the Japanese. The Japanese don't play their game too much. They think they're right wing when they're not even close to it. They just refuse to play the game. Like all throughout history, they refuse to play certain aspects of the Westerners game. Back to Korea. They go into all this non nonsense and what have you. So they flash their money. 
they flash their resources to these Asian women who go for school and a whole lot of it and some on their connections and their richness and the worldwide superstardom that they're having. They said, damn the school, we can be independent and all the rest of it. We can actually get the dude that can be attractive and have actual pretty babies. What they consider alpha. And everything from there flows from that. Similarly too, because they're into that culture and all the rest of it, or a lot of these young men are, let's say the Reddit brains, the NPCs, a lot of these, they say, oh, look at that culture. It's more real. They talk nice, this, that, and the other thing. And maybe I have a chance with them just being this, 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 and this. Spend a little cash, this, that, and what thing. And then we can start having families that I couldn't have in this country and all the rest of it cause, oh, it's the feminism and all the rest of this. Understand what I'm saying? But the opening up of prostitution opened up doors for K-pop, Hollywood culture, all the rest of it to become expanded, which led into all these things that had taken place. I wanna to get to another part of the article. Nobody says different cultures cannot animate other cultures' works. That's stupid. What makes it suspect is the reason why it's done. It's done for more cynical reasons. It is to continue the same problems with the Japanese animation studios, even worse, because the Japanese government needs to balance productive enterprise first. However, the bigger pay the new prime minister is promising may help. Two, the comics and animation business in the States then use anime manga manhwa to prop up their own failing models, which the NFL has to prop up two networks, Nickelodeon and Disney at stay of TV show comic book for kids and for older teenagers. Three, they use the Korean and the Chinese later folks is coming form of safe art as the actual form of Asian animation when it's backwards thinking. Four, by promoting a failed ideal onto the world using the same tactics and tropes they accuse their rivals at home in their home countries are using against them in order to showcase that the leftist way is better. That's called gaslighting, folks. And to use another man's mind and his works as a form of weapon against his own rivals in order to keep a failing ship from sinking, it's tantamount to showing that the whole worldview was fake from the onset. 
which is why Squid Game is not entertainment. Not even a good movie, but a weapon. Just like Cuties was used as a weapon, just like BTS is used as a weapon. That's why it shoot, it shot the corner phrase and the mind virus will stay because just like this world event crisis we're going through now, you don't let it go to waste and you hide the actual reason on how the weapon was made. 85% of the reason is prostitution. Sets on command for the elites of America of all walks of business and life in an Asian country named South Korea who in real terms and reality are seconds away from collapse and it's only kept up by a man in a ventilator. If you heard the story of Samsung, that's not a nation. That's a plaything for disaffected white liberal scumbags from Chapel Valshan down and all around the place willing to do God forsaken bullshit on the streets of Seoul if they ever get the opportunity. Here's the real squid game. The creator of the movie said that Trump made it possible. That's why the movie succeeded. Bullshit! It wasn't even because of Trump. And the creator of the movie already gave them away the ghost, as it were, because it now stated it was to placate fears of the people that hated Trump to the core, so much so that they gave up their own souls just to destroy him. And still is. Think about what that means. That entertainment has become weapons to destroy people. It's propaganda. And you now understand why the end of bigotry must start at home by protecting oneself from the bullshit that you see. Protecting oneself from the bullshit that you see. Do you want to know what's going on in Seoul since the event crisis has taken place, the world event crisis has taken place? It's a similar thing that has happened in America. The small businesses are shutting down. The vibrance that is in Seoul is shutting down. The place is being atomized. Those that have went to Korea four or five years ago, expats who are now seeing people coming into Korea for their well culture and their K-pop and all the little dances that they do. Yet they get paid worse than they are in America, unfortunately enough. And it's all a race to the bottom over in Seoul. And know who I feel sad for, who I really feel sad for. I feel sad for the court. South Korean people will have to go through the nonsense every single day of BTS of all the day of all of their success and that success is not felt.
that success comes in the form of policies that are destroying them. Kane Batsko on Twitter will give you even more details on all of these things and how destructive it is. But I want to go to an aspect of entertainment. And I want to go through how many times we got to go through this and got to shame the people that have to be shamed. Somebody on Twitter said, unfortunately, whether people like it or they don't, that the left wing in this country have accepted the Korean side of their entertainment as the new exoticism, whereas they see Japanese works as right wing, when none of it is true. And that is not even the right concept that should be used. The reality of the situation is you need to see it in the real terms and in the real idea. I'm an animation fan. I know the history. I know for a fact, while they had a film industry, which did one okay film every year, one good film every decade, one above average film every 20 years, and one great film and two great films within the last 30. I know for a fact that the Americans went to Dong Wu Animation and all those other places in the 80s because they couldn't pay up for the myriad of work Japan was getting back then. And they used a lot of Korean animators back in the 80s to make it seem like that it was similar to the Japanese, as it were. The Japanese is starting to make certain inroads with their manhwa. But it becomes apparent to me, and it's a bit stupid and sad, that the Korean, South Koreans cannot develop their own industry, that the Japanese, overworked as they are, as I stated earlier, have to do man wall where the South Koreans can't even do their own. The South Koreans have both Japanese and American engine, uh, uh, brain trust in a lot of their animation studios. But I heard nothing from them. 
We heard everything else from their other parts of their entertainment like worldview, and we know how that came up. The fact that animation ain't even in discussion, even though they have been working with the Americans for over 40 years. See, I got you. I got you. The actual thing, you actually have the technique to pull off and become successful. They don't want you to use it. They want the fake and the fake. And they love it. Because as long as they can pull that out using prostitution as the fuel to help the promotion, scratching people's backs, the meaning with two backs, everything can be hunky-dory. It's all gonna fail right in front of their faces. It's all gonna fail. Because it's going to take a certain amount of guile to pull off what is going to be pulled off. The reckoning that needs to take place in Seoul. And that ultimately means fixing their government and to have reconciliation and the end of communism in North Korea. That is how it's going to be solved. Korean entertainment is nothing but candy. Empty calories, just like prostitution is. Empty calories. If you see it for what it is, then that is why Squid Game felt empty as a movie, but was a perfect weapon to push the same lies again and again. Beyond This Earth will be back right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Nova the Holler back here. We're going to be talking about next week in the 20-minute segment, the recent violence that is going on. It is time to talk about it. It is important that we have to discuss this because it makes people look bad. It makes communities look bad. It gives emphasis to the way people view each other. And it is the main reason things are hurting the way it is going. It's a tragedy. 
and the tragedy has to end quickly. We will also continue about other media issues and we will continue to discuss other particular issues concerning the world event crisis, the treatment for same and other particular issues as of note. I did want to mention something about NBC Sports and how he created a meme over Joe Biden. You know what we're talking about. It's called Let's Go Brandon. NASCAR could not have asked for any better promotion such as this. But it wasn't really promotion. It was. Let's go, Brandon. That's right. Let's go, Brandon, indeed. Sometimes things have to happen in certain ways for people to get through the point. Just like Kilroy was here and other memes of that nature, this let's go, Brandon, is a beautiful tactic from those disaffected from Biden and his people. So, yes, folks. Something good came out of that NASCAR contract. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even do the class. Even though I, I have a system to do the class, I don't got no more shines. I need a machine to get this thing out. I would have done the class, you know. I don't have to use my um voice, but... When we get the machines and everything ready to go, it'll be all hunky-dory. That being said, the interviews are coming. And I hope to start doing the emails for the interviews and the special guest hosts and all the rest times that we're going to do it. Hopefully, that it will be done in a manner that is conductive to success. Hopefully, as it were. I just want to say a couple of things to the note about where we're headed with this show. Uh... I really believe that we were going to have a different place that we're going to do this show and we're going to put more stuff out there. But in some ways, this is a little bit more easy for me. And I was going to try and do all the particular work. But right now, we're just concentrating on this. And one thing about concentrating on this is that it helps us figure things out in a better manner. It really does. I have one more statement to the facts concerning this particular issue, and we're going to discuss it in the final segment, and it has to do with the media. Do you notice that the majority of the media has changed their graphics, their sets, their lower thirds, there. The way they introduce programs, the way they handle all these other things, we're going to discuss it in the final segment. And uh, it's something that is really 
interest of interest to me on how all these things are changing to me it's kind of strange that they all did it all at once during this particular world event crisis and some of it is connected to the interaction and the more co cohesiveness between the online and offline which in my opinion is not too much of a good thing but i will explain more of it as we end the show we'll be back with some interesting space news right after this on beyond this earth beyond this earth will continue right after these messages Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. We finally get to space. Space is a wonderful place, but there are strange signals coming from the center of the galaxy. The pattern of the radio waves fit no currently understood viable radio source and could suggest a new class of stellar object. According to David Kaplan, the professor at the University of Wisconsin. The strangest property of this new signal that is a very high polarization. This means that, oh, it's from a PhD student, David Kaplan and Zitang Wang. This is Wang stating this. It means that the light oscillates in only one direction, but that direction rotates within time. The discovery of the object has been published on the Astrophysical Journal. Wang and an international team, including scientists from the Australia's National Science Agency, CISRO, Germany, the United States, Canada, South Africa, Spain, and France, discovered the object using the ASCAP radio telescope in Western Australia. Follow-up observations were with the South African Radio Astronomy Observatory Meerkat Telescope. The object was unique that it started off visible, became bright, faded away, and it reappeared, said Tara Murphy, is professor in the School of Physics at the University of Sydney and Wayne's doctoral supervisor. After detecting six radio signals from the source over nine months in 2020, the astronomers tried to find the object in visual light but found nothing. Then they tried the more sensitive Meerkat radio telescope and observed the signal for 15 minutes every few weeks intermittently before it vanished. The information we do have has some parallels with another emerging class of mysterious objects known as galactic center radio transients, including one dubbed the cosmic burper, Kaplan said. The first cosmic burper was observed in 2002. While the new object ASCAP does share some properties with GCRTs, there are also differences. And we don't really understand these sources anyway, so this adds to the mystery. 
cosmic burpers. Burpers. Okay. These people are funny. But in more earthly but still space news, Japan test a rotating detonating engine for in space for the first time. In a world first, Japan's Aerospace Exploration Agency, JAXA, announced on the 19th of August that it has successfully demonstrated the operation of a rotating detonating engine in space with the goal of extending the propulsion method to deep space travel in the future. The quote-unquote impossible engine using spinning explosions inside a rain channel. This method generates a large amount of super efficient thrust coming from a considerably smaller engine that uses a lot less fuel and has the possibility to become a game changer. The revolutionary system was mounted on the S-52531, a single-stage rocket capable of lofting a 100 kilogram payload wall above 186 miles and launched from the Uranora, Yuchinora Space Center on July 27th. The demonstration was a resounding success. The rocket began to test after the first day separated, finding the rotating detonation engine for about six seconds. When the rocket was recovered from the ocean after the demonstration, it was discovered that the rotating detonating engine produced 500 newtons thrust. Put that in context, SpaceX's large cargo lifting rocket Falcon Heavy, for example, has three Falcon 9 engine cores, which 27 Merlin engines together generate more than 5 million pounds thrust at liftoff. This is equivalent to approximately 18747 aircraft. So while it's fair to say that the rotating detonating engine isn't in its nascent stages, JAXA engineers believe that the successful in-space test proved that such engines can allow humans can achieve superior interplanetary navigation using less fuel and weight, which is critical as humanity considers new homes around the cosmos. Japan posed to put the technology into practical use within five years, according to statement last month by Jiro Kasahara, a Nagoya University professor who's collaborating with JAXA on the technology. Overall, rotating detonation engine has the potential to reduce the weight of rocket payloads, lower the cost at launch, and propel humans to the stars, which is why Japan isn't the only country attempting to engineer them. Back in 2020, team researchers announced they had built and successfully tested an experimental model of rotating detonating engine in collaboration with the U.S. Air Force. The engine design was reported to be evaluated as a possible replacement for Aerojet Rockendyne's RL-10 rocket, and researchers say that the United States Air Force is targeting rocket launch by 2025. Rotating rockets! Beautiful! We're just getting faster, better, with little bit of fuel. The less fuel we use, the better it is for us, and the faster we get there, the less problems we're going to have with the astronauts. This is all beautiful news, folks. 
all this shit. Now, well, this technology is not new. It has been experimented since the 60s and 70s, mind you, but it has not have seen practical use. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting faster, better, stronger in space. Imagine this technology being used for ion thrusters, impulse engines, the whole lot of it. Imagine it can be interrupted within nanoseconds, just like the internet is. Can you imagine? No need to be black pill about space, folks. There's enough blackness in space and enough space in space for all of us. But back to the silliness on Earth, and it's not really silliness per se, but media shocks, as it were. I did mention about all the changes that are happening with these newer graphics that are coming out. First off, ABC had changed its logo. Well, you didn't really see the change, it's just they made it non-shininer. They didn't make it any shinier. They made it a little bit old school. Well, as old school as you can get, but they changed the font. Now everybody got to change the logo, the fonts, and the whole lot of it, but a lot of things will not pretty much change yet. They're moving to a new area where they go to their Channel 7 News, ABC News, the digital platforms, the whole nine yards. That building is being game ready and they'll move in within the next couple of months. BBC also changed their logo to become more simplistic for the internet. Nielsen even changed their logo. They're not the, you know, semi-authoritative but playful thing that they used back in the day. Well, now it's back in the day, but they did it back in 2010, if I recall. Now they are the playful new logo, nice, nice clean logo with the unseen N on the side. Yeah, that sort of thing. Of course, we also have CBS who has now gone officially changed their logo to match up with Paramount Plus, MTV, the CW has somewhat changed their logo, and all those other particulars of that nature. That has also happened. Uh, let's see. The sports entities have changed their logos. We already seen Fox change their logo for Major League Baseball. It's more like a video game. The NHL has gone both to ESPN and T TNT. They changed the way they did their logos. Sportsnet in Canada has changed their logo and their font face and all these other things to be more representative of their national sport, as it were. Some local stations has changed their logos and their sets. I'm very interested in this because all of this comes from the heels of the world event crisis. And a lot of these changes is there's like 
cavernous things about this. It's not everybody working to a, to a goal. There's like, there's people, there's no people around. It's cavernous, it's this, that, and the other. They're not allowed to, their space for them to do all these other things. And a lot of these things are happening because of this coronavirus. There are not many people around is it going to be a long-term thing? Signs are really pointing to yes. And then we also have this fakeness that is happening with these green screens. Look, folks, just because it was needed during the lockdowns doesn't mean green screens are going to stay and try and change things up. Sometimes the natural light, the natural looks can do a lot of great things for a lot of people. There are certain sets that are better than others, Bob Costas being one of them. And an interesting thing of note, one of the websites that handle all of this, oh, and don't forget that Fox News is changing their, uh, is revamping their sets, even though it doesn't look like it, they are. They're adding Fox Water. They're celebrating their 25 years. NBC did their own inception thing, as it were. So news, uh, news studio said, I think the name of this particular website that talks about these particular things, if it can be found here. But anyway, just to make a short story short, news um, studio, newsroom studio has updated their site now almost on a daily basis because of all the massive changes that have taken place with the majority of the networks, with the news divisions, there's something soon their sports divisions and how they handle 3D and how they handle 2D and all the rest of it and how they handle promotion, production and all the rest of it to make it clean and all the rest of it because of the changes that has happened in the media and who watches the media and so on. Interestingly enough, both the WWE and AEW have made certain changes on themselves, but it seems more like the AEW is taking more of a lead than WWE, which is not surprising, not weird, but a little bit scary at the end of the day. Keep watching for these changes. We'll update you as these changes progress as we talk about the media. Anywho, one more thing about this media, we will be following this up. Alec Baldwin accidentally shot a director and an associate director. The associate director has passed away from the injuries, from the blanks. The other, the director had recovered from the shot from the blank when the blank hit his arm. 
The movie set had it changed from union workers to non-union contractors. A lot of these folks use these blanks and even the union says it. Treat the blanks like the live ammunition. Treat the blanks like the live ammunition. And a lot of these actors or liberals, they'll always talk about gun laws and all the rest of it. But they said treat the union even says treat these blanks like the live ammunition. And live ammunition isn't allowed on the set. And that particular gun three straight times. The last time, the third time, it killed and it at a, a director, an associate director. This is scary. Something is wrong on that set, and it has to be mentioned. And hopefully. Something will be on some, we will get to the bottom of this. But I kind of find it sad that everybody's talking about gun rights and gun safety, and we got to get rid of the guns. But the same liberals, when it's coming to doing something with guns, in period pieces and the like, even on television shows. Don't know how to handle a blank like it's a live ammunition. And that's kind of sad and indicative of how America and their supposed people that entertain for America and produce entertainment and all the rest of it are so separated from the people that actually handle the things the for that allow them to have the force major of their entertainment it's so scary to think that everybody complain about AR15s but someone died of a blank from an old western gun that's scary. How can someone talk about guns are dangerous and all the rest of these things when they can't even handle the weapons or they're not even taught how to safely handle these particular weapons? That's kind of irritating. It's deeply sad and in a way it's just perfect. Ironically perfect. Someone talked to so much stuff about guns and gun safety would be in trouble on the way possibly that guns were being handled on a set. It's just perfectly ironic.
Those that want to take our guns away don't know how to use one. Properly, of course. That's where we're going to end this third episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Novid Hollaback. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict. Soon on Stereo App. Soon on Clubhouse. And wherever you get your radio shows. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. We'll see you guys hopefully next week with another hopefully full episode. On beyond this earth. Beyond this earth is a Garo Gothic production.